5, 5, 4, 4, 3, 3, 2, 1, 1, 1, 1. We have ignition. Strap in. This is a free download. Listen on your music player. You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast. www.godstoriesradio.com Welcome, everyone. This is Session 81 of God Stories Radio. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. Whoa, who's that? That was a different voice. Certainly was. Tina? Yes? What's going on over there? Uh, She's filling in for Trish tonight because Trish has got a... uh, uh, A broken or something to do with her ankle, sprained or something. Well, she put a picture of it. Uh, it looked pretty swollen. It looked pretty big. Yes, it did. It's got to be painful. Uh-huh. So Tina's here. And I'm happy to be here. Thank you. So Tina's filling in. Yep. She's our guest uh, co-host tonight. And uh, I think Mikey's got some shout-outs, don't you, Mikey? I do. All right. Trish's job, usually. And as I checked it today, we have 49 countries 49. tuning in to wow. God Stories Radio. And the newest... One is Nigeria, and the other one, whoever it is, it says anonymous proxy, whatever that means. And we have a couple extra or new likes on Facebook. We have Moiba, Anthony, and David Gear. So thank you for liking us on Facebook and all those listening in Nigeria now and the other new country and the other countries that continue. Thank you. Yeah, sometimes we can't see the countries. I don't know why that is, but anyway, thank you for listening, as Mikey said. And now welcome, Nigeria. Thank you for the new likes, everybody on Facebook. And, um, thank you, Dave, again from Kentucky, sending me in some some uh, good constructive criticism on the uh, on the website. And it's nice to have a listener advocate out there. Yeah. It I really haven't is. seen any of that recent stuff, though. Yeah, so... Uh, I couldn't duplicate the problem, the one, but the other one was legitimate. So, all right, I really appreciate you, Dave. Thank you very much. So, so uh, Tina, what's yes. going on over there? Well, we have a wonderful guest with us today. That I'm we really do. excited to announce um, Missy Smith is here joining us, and uh, I know she's been a little reluctant about sharing her <laughs> testimony, but she really feels like the Holy Spirit has put it on her heart to share her testimony. So we're really excited and thrilled that she's being obedient to the Lord and and moving forward with that. Amen. Amen. And I just want to say before she starts, she was talking about uh, something that we, we hear a lot, and there's probably a lot of you out there that feel the same way, but uh, we do look for anybody that can call in and give us a testimony, or if you're in the Claremont area, then we'd love to have you here. But uh, she's thinking that her testimony is... Not much of anything, so uh, it's not that way. God builds a testimony in each one of us, and there's for a reason for those testimonies. Yeah, I'll tell you what, um, the enemy doesn't feel that way. No, he doesn't. Because when you commit to come on God Stories Radio, I guarantee you're going to be challenged. 
in some way, shape, or form. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Missy, thank you. Thank you. For coming. Big time thank you. You're welcome. I'm happy to be here. So, Even though I was uncomfortable coming, I'm happy to be here. All right. Well, let's... Uh, I'm uncomfortable. I live here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel bad. So just let the Holy Spirit speak through you. Amen. Well, what's very interesting is my anniversary was actually a few days ago. My six-year anniversary of coming to Christ. All right. Oh, fantastic. That's a good anniversary. Yeah, Yeah, I would say. Yeah, it was actually Easter service six years ago because April 8th was a very monumental day in my life in 2009 when I was pulled aside at work and told that I was losing my job. So I, of course, it was, I mean, it was heart-wrenching and it was I was devastated. You know, how do you move on from that? You know, I was, gosh, 10 years with the company at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, and what do you do? And I was given the choice. I could, because I was on what we call a temporary assignment, I could either finish out my temporary assignment, I had like six weeks left, or take the severance. So I chose the severance. You know, I had eight weeks of pay that I could get. Eight, ten, I forget. And I chose to do that. But, oh, my gosh, I, I, what do you do? What happens next? Yeah, it's scary. So, mm-hmm. and it was a point with the company where me and my best friend, every day after work, we would text each other to say if we still had a job. Because you never knew. Mm-hmm. You didn't know what was going to happen next. Mm-hmm. What do we call that, Fritz? Yeah. Two by four upside the head? Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of going through something a little similar right now. Mm-hmm. And then my roommate, you know, I, of course, had to tell her. I mean, that you have to tell your roommate when you lose your job. Um, but she had been coming to church for, gosh, since the beginning of the year, that year. And, you know, I told her, and, you know, we had the cry sh- session that you mm-hmm. have, you know, those kind of situations. She's like, come to church. You need to come to church with us. And I'd been waiting for an invitation. Wow. You know, she and her son had been going since the beginning of the year, and I didn't want to intrude on that because I felt like that was their time together. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to interrupt that time. I'd been waiting for an invitation. So I went to church. It was Easter service. I think it was a Saturday night service. So it was April 8th when I got the call at work. So it was probably like the 12th or 13th, something like that. And it was a Tuesday because that was my half birthday, April 8th. My birthday was six, six months away at that point. And it was mind-blowing. I, I don't even really remember the service. I just remember coming into the building and everybody was so nice and so friendly because I had other friends that went to church there too. You know, and just everybody was just so welcoming. Like from the minute I stepped in the door, you know, and talking to me and answering my questions. And I don't remember really what Justin said during the service, but just the feelings I felt. I felt so many different feelings, you know, one right after another, some all at the same time. But I could tell I felt home, that I was where I was supposed to be. But then as time went on, 
I, I didn't like I said that my my story is boring. You know, it's it's stupid. You know, I lost my job. I found God. Woo. But just because my story isn't as exciting or as fantastic as other stories are, that doesn't mean it's not as relatable. Right. There's a lot. Well, more but how many men to that? Though. Right. Yeah. How many people right now are probably going through that exact same right. situation right now? Right. So, I mean, while there are those exciting and crazy stories of the, you know, the drugs and the jail and, you know, the crazy things, but how many more people, like you just said, they're going through the same thing? How many more people can look at me and say, I, that happened to me too? Absolutely. You know, but then in group the other night, you know, they're saying, you know, have you had any supernatural experiences with God? And I'm like, no, I don't think so. But yeah, then a few weeks later, I was like, you know, I hadn't heard anything back because I was trying to get another job back with the company and I hadn't heard anything. And I was just getting my oil changed and I called the casting center and I'm like, I haven't heard. They're like, yeah, you got a transfer on Sunday. It was Tuesday and nobody had called me to tell me that I had a new job. <laughs> so God was meeting your needs. They're like, yep. by the way, you have a new job. Because I'd prayed the night before. I'm like, any job. God, I don't care. Any job. So I got another job. Nobody told me in a timely fashion. Mm-hmm. You know, so I had that like half a second of seriously, really. I've already missed three days of training. What? But then, of course, I went to my best friend's house that was, you know, half a mile down the road and told her and burst into tears because that was almost more and more emotional than the original job loss. But maybe that was, I finally agreed that maybe that was supernatural, but those are far more relatable than the crazy drugs and jail. And I agree. All those stories, which is why, I can agree to do stuff like this and tell, tell my story. And you've, you've got a lot of things that you could probably, you know, testify to as well. I mean, not just on the job, front, right. but on the pers- other personal fronts too. Yeah, because, you know, then I found out, gosh, two years ago that I'm sick. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. And you've, oh. been, you've been living with it quite well and very admirably, if I may say so. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, it, it's one of those what is commonly referred to as an invisible illness that unless you know about it, you're not going to know about it. Um, it's I have um, MS, multiple sclerosis, and the most – the thing you can probably tell – the most and then you wouldn't know it unless you were really paying attention as I have problems with with my words sometimes they don't want to come out I have trouble enunciating properly Mm -hmm. Um, but that was gosh two years ago at least two years ago. Three tops that I was diagnosed. Yeah. I, I've had it for since my early 20s, I would say. I remember say. when you were going through this because we were all talking about it in children's ministry with yeah. you when you were serving in children's. Yeah. And I guess you were getting sick and yeah. you weren't sure why and the endless parade of doctors. Yeah. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about that journey. Yeah, that um, it started when I was getting sick. I got sick, um, I really started getting sick, uh, like fall 2012, where 
summer 2012, where I just was feeling crummy all the time. Just, you know, I was going to work because I, I work in a, a very physical job. Mm-hmm. So and I would go and I would just always feel crummy. And, you know, I would tell them, you know, I just I, I can't do it today. You know, I I can't work as hard. I'm like at 80 percent. I'm at 60 percent today. Mm-hmm. I can't work as hard today. You know, I'm feeling crummy all the time. And one of my managers, she's like, you have I'm another thing is the right words don't come. You know, I'm trying to remember the word that I need to say, and they just don't come. Um, You have, she's saying that, mono. She's like, I'm certain you have mono. I'm like, I don't have mono. She's like, I'm sure. I'm like, I finally went to the doc. Yeah, I had mono. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, shush. Um, But I had mono, and I just kept getting sick, 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 sick. I was just so sick all the time. And my iron was low. I never had low iron because I regularly donate blood. And I couldn't donate. You know, I'm like, what in the world is happening to me? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was just sick. All, and before then, in all my life, I would say I'd never get sick. Mm-hmm. I would get the random 24-hour bug, but I don't get sick. Mm-hmm. And that was started fall 2012. And finally, winter 2012, I had this crazy fever. Never explained why I got the fever. I never went to the doctor for the fever. <laughs> but I had like 104 fever. Mm, and wow. finally it broke after my roommate got tired of me having the fever all the time, mm-hmm. bundled me up and, you know, sweats and blankets. And I went to bed that way. And finally the next morning the fever broke mm-hmm. until April of 2013. My hand quit working, my left hand. It started that my my arm just felt kind of weak and heavy mm-hmm. and weird. I'm like, why does my arm feel so weird? And until my hand just quit working entirely. That was a Thursday. It was like the 12th of April. And then by the weekend, it just quit entirely. Mm-hmm. And then Monday, I called the doctor first thing and got an emergency appointment. And, you know, my doctor's like, I don't like that. I'm like, fantastic. I don't either. <laughs> so he got me scheduled for an MRI. Mm-hmm. And they called me on, I, that was on a Saturday, the MRI. And Monday, they called me. And they're like, we have a, a neurologist on the other line. Can you get to their office by 1130? I'm like, oh, gosh. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe. So, because I live here in Claremont, and I needed to stop by Celebration to pick up CDs of my MRI and go to the neurologist out in Maitland. Wow. I didn't make it by 1130, but, <laughs> but you know, I still I still got out there to see them. Mm-hmm. But thank God that I haven't had any relapses since then. Mm-hmm. So, just that one incident. But other than the, I'm tired all the time. I'm always sleepy. Mm-hmm. My words don't come out right. And the right word doesn't come all the time. Mm-hmm. I'll sit there and try to think of the word I want to say, but it just doesn't come. So, How have you learned to lean on, on God during this time, Melissa? Because you're always really upbeat and happy and positive. Like, I never see you in a down, like in a funk. Oh, I talk to him all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm in constant communication with him. And, I mean, the... I mean, I, in the car, I'm all the time talking to him in the car and I just 
people, you know, will ask me, especially those that know I have the faith, they're like, do you blame him? I'm like, why would I blame him? Because mm-hmm. I know there has to be some kind of reason mm-hmm. for me being sick. I mean, because honestly, it could be a whole lot worse. Mm-hmm. What's wrong? I mean, because this is a very manageable, manageable disease. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm on medication. Nothing else has happened. You know, it's kind of annoying. But everything's okay. And you're you're a young woman, yeah. so... Relatively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can really relate to what she's saying there, too, though, because I've got some things going on in my life, too, where, you know, I'm always getting that little whisper on, in my ear, you know, uh, you know, how can you be happy? How can you serve a God that allows you to be sick? You know, and, and like she said, it, it could always be a lot worse. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I mean, comparatively... I mean, I was, I was looking. And I saw some friends of mine on the computer talking about their dad just had a major heart attack, and just had to go into open heart surgery. You know, I'm okay compared to that. Right. You know, there are people that are really, really sick. I'm not really, really sick, and MS isn't going to kill me. It's going to make me uncomfortable. Eventually, I mean, right now things are okay. Yeah. Everything right now I can deal with. Mm-hmm. And I've got, and like everybody that I've talked to, I have got a ridiculous support system. That's awesome. I mean, on every level. I mean, my family's great. My work family's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, from the get-go, they have been amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, helping me out even even before I knew what was wrong. You know, they're like, anything you need, we'll, we're here, we'll help you. Mm-hmm. You know, my church family, my, you know, my friends, my friends, friends, you know, everybody has been amazing helping me. Right. Whether I just need someone to talk to, to cry with, to to rant with, mm-hmm. somebody's always there. But it sounds like you also have an awesome relationship with your father, Heavenly Father. Yes. Yeah, and, and even if it's I need to rant to him. We can. For some reason, you know, I'm like, what the heck is happening? Why is, why, why is this happening? I know I can. Mm-hmm. I don't normally feel the need to, but I know I can. Mm-hmm. Well, I know for as long as I've known you, I've always seen you actively pursuing your relationship with the Lord, you know, through Bible studies and so forth. So, and through serving and doing whatever you can, you know, when you could. Mm-hmm. And I mean... You know, you're not the type of person who complains, you know. I've I've only heard you mention your illness, twi- I can count today now, as yeah. twice. You know, the first time you initially told me those years ago, yeah. and then again today. And I've never forgotten since you've told me, and I've never mentioned it to anybody. But I've always thought it's very admirable the way that you go about your day-to-day, and nobody knows that you deal with this day in, day out. Your attitude's amazing. Well, thank you. I mean, and I try not to, because I don't want that to be who I am. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that to be a crutch. Mm -hmm. But I think it still comes down to also that relationship. Yeah. With the father. I do. Same, you know, back when I lost my job way back. and, And the house and the wife and everything else. Mm-hmm. And that's when God found me. Yeah. And when some of the people that I knew were the church where God found me, and 
they start to hear my story and everything else, and they'd say, Mike, we never knew. How could we, we can't tell. And again, I, th that comes down to a relationship with the Heavenly Father. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, you stop putting your trust in the world and start putting your trust in God and knowing that He's going to meet your needs. So then there's no reason to let the world know. Mm -hmm. I, and I, I try to only let, and I'm not hiding it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't need to not let people know. Right. But, I mean, if it comes up in casual conversation, sure, whatever, I'll tell people. But if they don't need to know, why do they need to know? Right. Mm -hmm. You know? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm sick. What, why does that need to, to be a topic of conversation? Right. But so, it's, mm -hmm. it's great that you can give your testimony, you know, on this for other people who are struggling, you know, with their health and with illnesses and... It's amazing that you can share this, you know, and be positive and be an inspiration to others. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. I mean, you just have to give it to God and stay positive. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you if you say, oh, woe is me, God, why are you doing this to me? A, God didn't do it. Mm -hmm. B, I mean, you just, you've got to stay positive and give it to God. I mean. Mm -hmm. And that's where the strength comes from. Yeah, I think about, you know, the disciples and stuff and what they went through, all the beatings and, you know, stonings and abuse. And mm -hmm. and they were always very positive, you know. They even talk about, you know, some of them being joyous after being beaten and flogged mm -hmm. because yeah. they counted, you know, God counted them worthy of being, you know, beaten for his sake. Yeah, I'm reading the Old Testament right now, and David is just... David's amazing. Mm -hmm. I, 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 he's one of my very favorite people in the Bible, mm -hmm. and he is just incredible to me. He's so human, you know? Yeah. And yet he was, you know, a man after God's own heart. He can be very flighty. I, I, I find myself very much like David. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I just, I love, I love David. So I, I did a, a I, I personally, I just found some stuff on David and just went through and any psalm that said of David I just went, I need to, somebody suggested I go back and read through all the notes I took. Mm -hmm. And I, I need to do that. Right. Well, David's one of the ones I want to see when I get to heaven. He's mm -hmm. about a list of five anyway, at least the top five. Yeah. <laughs> David and Paul. And Paul, really, why Paul, do you need to take Joseph, David. five paragraphs to say two sentences worth of information? <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's... That's uh, pretty big. It's not nothing. Right. It is quite big. Yeah, but I, I guess because for so long you kept seeing the remarkable stories of changed lives at church. But I'm like, my story's not remarkable. I don't know. That's so boring and stupid. But I'm finally seeing the light and seeing that and believing. That's the thing. You need to believe. Mm -hmm. And I'm finally believing because again, you know, I, I don't know if somebody said it to me or if I finally just realized that those remarkable stories are not the norm. They're not the ones people are going to say, oh, that's fun. That's cool. That's amazing. Or as my story is going to be the story of I, did, I went through that too. That's happening to me right now. Right. You know, or that happened to my sister. That happened to my mom. 
this is a story that people are going to be, be able to relate to, whether it's the job loss, whether it's the sickness. That's what people are going to be able to see, hear, and understand. Right. As opposed to the sex, drugs, jail. Mm-hmm. They're, not, they're going to be able to say, wow, that's weird. Not, I can understand that. Absolutely. Yeah. And don't ever, don't ever compare. You know, yeah. Like, don't ever compare and don't ever say your testimony is nothing. Because, mm-hmm. okay. man, you blew me away. I, uh, Like Tina said, I never knew. I would have never known that you even had a any kind of a speech impediment or anything like that. Really? No, you're incredibly articulate. Yeah. And I, I would have never known that you were battling MS or anything like that or about your hand. And, and man, I'll tell you, I, I was blown away. Well, you, Mikey. Uh, absolutely. Um, again, it, it, I, I do. I first off, I see. You know, you were saying that. Uh, you know, you didn't. You didn't see much happen after you know God found you. You know, you didn't have. The way I see it, everything comes from God. Everything, and if you really think and think about it, those everything's will add up. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, because people have asked me, would you change, you know, losing, uh, no, I wouldn't change anything since ha- no. since 2009 happened, I wouldn't change anything. Nothing. That's what I said in my testimony, too, that after all I've been through and all I lost, I wouldn't change a thing. Well, no, I, I lost some money. I, 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 <laughs> I, I took a cut in pay. I, I would change that. <laughs> That's the only thing I would change. <laughs> but nothing else, I wouldn't change anything. Well... God found me only eight and a half years ago, and the only thing I would change is I wish it was many, many, many years yeah. earlier. That's the thing that I would change. Yeah. I mean, we went to church some when I was a kid, but never regularly. It was never normal. It was never, it wasn't a regular thing. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really grow up in the church. You know, and I always, going to Sunday school, I, I didn't like it because all the other kids knew all the stories. I didn't know anything. And I always felt stupid. I always felt out of place. I didn't like it. So, you I shut yourself down. Yeah, I wish either we had gone every Sunday or no Sundays. So I'm super ridiculously glad that 2009 happened. No, and when this all happened to me, 2006, I started to say that was the worst. No, it wasn't the mm-hmm. worst. It was the best year that yep. I've ever had. Yep. That's when God <laughs> found me. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Patience, perseverance, long suffering. <laughs> Hated that verse. Uh-huh. <laughs> Romans. Yep. Sure enough. Well, that's session eighty one. Man, my goodness, what golly, you never ever I don't ever want to hear you say you don't have a good testimony. Okay, mm-hmm. I will never say it again. Thank you. <laughs> Cause now you just told it to over forty nine countries. countries. Oh, that's kinda exciting and fun. I that's pretty cool. That's amazing. And I guarantee there's somebody out there that benefits. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, they're always, you know, daily job losses or and or sickness, you know, so. How many times is that the two by four? Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. Where it takes a job loss for uh-huh. somebody to tune in. Right. You know, he's got to strip you of everything. Yeah, I don't know. Get I don't know anything about attention. that. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, not at all. You know, for me, it was everything. 
Yep, me too. You too, right? For you, and it yeah, almost yeah. it almost cost me my life. Uh, <laughs> but I met this guy over here in the right seat, and uh, the Lord used him to change my mind. And now I've met this one over here in the left seat, <laughs> and she's been a tremendous blessing in my life. So, wow, it's just it's really neat to see how God turns things around and. Missy, it's going to happen for you, too. Probably already is. Yeah, it's it's happening as we speak. Tell us. <laughs> well, I mean, just daily. I mean, things happen. You know, it's, There's no such thing as a coincidence. Well, you yeah. really encouraged me because I could do better with talking to the Father uh, just about everything. You know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. good. I'm good at, at having quiet time late at night or when I'm in bed and I'm, I'm just settling down and to go to sleep or whatever, then I get some good quality time there. But really to realize that you can speak to him anytime, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that's what he wants. That's what he wants. I know. I talk re- to him all the time. Yeah. That really encouraged me. Yeah. And the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. In the car. That's it's when a, I talk to him a lot. Is in the too. car. I, I thought we thought about this. I didn't we even talk about this last week. That uh, I thought about. It. I'm probably ninety five percent of the time I'm in my car. I'm I'm talking to him. Yeah. And I talk out loud too. Oh so yeah. Oh yeah. Anybody driving by and they see me talking to myself, oh well. They'll just think you have a Bluetooth to heaven. Yeah. 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 I do. It's not crazy really anymore because everybody's on the speakerphone. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't really care what people, I mean, I they could either. either think I'm singing along with the radio, talking on a Bluetooth, or talking to God. I, I don't care what they're mm-hmm. thinking. Yeah, we're aliens anyway. So. Yeah, really. <laughs> That's so. right. Our citizenship is in heaven. That's yeah. right. Amen. So, Tina, we usually talk about what God's done for us over the week. What's he done for you over there? Well, you know, I was um, I was kind of struggling last week, Saturday, with some news that I had and uh, wasn't really sure how to process it because, as you know, dear, I'm a processor. You're a processor. <laughs> so um, yeah. trying to mentally process everything that happened and analyze it. She's, and, is she an AMD processor? Well, you know, I was just thinking of that. <laughs> I used she's, to work for them, actually. <laughs> she's more of a penny of my five. Okay. Say, <laughs> but, um, you know, I prayed right before our Bible study, Melissa, mm-hmm. um, that he would uh, speak to me during that time frame. And he really did. He, he spoke quite loudly, and he used you to speak. Mm-hmm. And he used a lot of the other folks that were there. And it was just amazing. It really helped give me even more comfort and peace that he's got it under control and I don't need to be concerned about it. So that's where I am right now. That's what he's done. Amen. Amen. And Fritz. Yeah. We are an official what? WGSR and 501c3. Yes, we are. Official. Official. We got the... uh, The IRS approved... God Stories Radio as yeah. being a 501c3. And I posted the official approval on Facebook. The Facebook. Mm-hmm. So you everybody can see it. And thanks to everybody that's been praying and pushing the button and to help us get to that get point. There. And, You're right. Uh, you know, JD, Anthony Ippolito, my brother Chris, uh, you know, it's just all you guys. Some of the few, yes. Some of the few that have been instrumental in helping us. And also, the, a lot of that money went to help uh, Miguel and his family 
as you know about that situation, we were able to uh, help his family move and and get some storage temporarily. So those funds go for a lot of good reasons, and we greatly appreciate it. And tonight we officially signed on WGSR.net. So right now we're running a Flash player on there. So if you uh, have Flash capabilities on your computer, uh, your mobile devices probably won't, but I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i get that looked into. But you'll be able to hear session 1 through 81 on there, just rolling 24 hours a day. I'm so excited, I can't stand it. <laughs> so for the non-technical people in the crowd, yeah. that means that you are... We are streaming on the internet. Streaming live, yes, live on, on the, internet? the internet. And we awesome. might even bust in there occasionally and do a live show or, or something. But it's up and running right now. You can tune in wgsr.net. All right. Who knows where God's taking this? Oh man, I'm just, gosh, I'm so excited. I, because, you know, uh, we've been talking, Mikey. You know, we've just all been so under such attack. We just know we're on the right. Path. Oh yeah, we're right in the middle of his will and everything else. Amen. It's just that we want it to happen yesterday, and I'd love to get away from what I'm doing. I'm sure you would as well. And yeah, I might even get some help with that. <laughs> so, I can't wait for that day to happen. Amen. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. That about wraps it up for Session 81. Missy, thanks for coming again. Thanks, Missy. We really appreciate it. We love you and appreciate you. Thanks for having me. All right. That wraps it up for Session 81. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless. Here I am where no one found the wind. Brick and stone is placing me. The cold is taught to close my heart I suffer, but lost at home is strange to me And I feel so alone And I need someone Are you out there? Well, if you hear me, listen close I'm sorry, I never meant to lock you out I hear your still voice calling But how could you love me? Christ, he felt your pain.